Welcome to Cardboard Philosophy, the board game podcast where we talk about nothing serious, seriously. Each episode, we randomly pick from a list of niche, deep board game topics and have at it. So we invite you to join us at the table, listen in on our conversations, and let us know what you think. Welcome back to Cardboard Philosophy. This is episode 13. We could introduce everybody, but you know who we are. So I'm just going to roll a die and then they'll talk and you'll be like, wow, that's a, that's a person. And we got number 22. What is the deal with box sizes? What's the perfect mm-hmm. box size? Why, etc. A topic from Evan. So go ahead and tell us what you want to talk about. I'm not entirely sure how engaging this topic is going to be for most people, but I feel like it is a constant point of discussion between us, at least, in uh, offline channels and uh, a couple of the different uh, forums that we all frequent. So, yeah, you kind of summed it up. Why are some boxes bigger than others? Is there such a thing as a perfect box size? Should we care? Um, there have been times that I have avoided purchasing things because I'm just like, nope, box is too yeah. big. I don't want it. Is that normal? Am I weird? Like, I just kind of want to talk about it. Why? What's the psychology behind the size of a box? Yeah, that's a good lead in. Like, there's, I feel like there's a psychology behind it, right? Yes. Well, the two main things that I think of first are like psychology behind it, right? Like a game like looks bigger when the box is bigger. Mm -hmm. And then there's the ease of production. I always fall back on the the company only has three box sizes and they just put it in whatever one is the closest that fits you know like there's going to be some wiggle room or you know it's not going to be like perfect to the game yeah I, I think the psychology there's kind of two sources of it the first is like marketing psychology which is you know bigger box is easier to catch your eye i think it's a pretty well-known fact that publishers will make their boxes bigger to make them mm-hmm. easier to see on the shelf and also there's more room for box art which nowadays, you know, games are so beautiful that that's totally a marketing thing, just pretty art. Mm -hmm. But there's also the psychology, like from the player's perspective, which is when somebody sees a large box, they can be put off by it, thinking that it is heavy or complicated or long. We associate those things with bigger boxes. Mm -hmm. When a box is small, it's more approachable. Like, let's play this little game. It's Mm -hmm. much easier to convince somebody to do that. They're they're more at ease, they're more comfortable. And a recent example that comes to mind is Foundations of Rome, which is in this huge (laughs) box, but is actually quite a small game. And so there's that dissonance of like, this looks like it should be a heavy, six-hour, complicated game, but it's not. It's like an old-school Euro about buying lots and putting buildings on it. It could have come in a ticket-to-ride size box. There's a utilitarian functionality of because they include all the little minis, the little buildings that are 3D and take up a lot of space, you know, yeah. that choice alone necessitates a much larger box than if they were just little right. cardboard polyomino chits. What can be very frustrating about that, though, is even though they are larger plastic pieces, sometimes I find those large boxes can just be artificially inflated further with inserts. And there's like good inserts where, you know, they're very, very shallow and you can just kind of like pull them out. They're kind of like a tray that you can just pass to somebody and get everything set up. And then there's inserts, which is kind of like a bag of chips. You pull the insert out and it's like, wow, I could fit four other games in here and not and still have room for a little bit more. But because the inserts taking up so much air to have like really deep recesses, it artificially inflates the actual size of the package. Yeah, I've heard that sometimes a lot of those quote unquote bad inserts are more for like shipping safety or something like that. I don't know if it's true, Hmm. 
The shipping safety thing is a good point to bring up because that also does, if we want to get into it, bring up the environmental concerns of a big box because larger sure. the box, yeah. the less you can fit into a pallet, the more pallets you have to ship, the more trips you're taking across the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, anybody who's shipped anything knows it kind of comes down to size and weight, right? Like, so yeah, having a much bigger box definitely is going to change your bottom line. From a global perspective, Japan has, in my opinion, some of the best box sizes. They are yeah. very, very small, often very, very um, lean, very little wasted space in those. Mm -hmm. Japan is also a country that is very uh, apartment heavy. It's not necessarily a place where, you know, everybody owns a home. There's a lot of larger cities because of the prevalence of large homes and even larger apartments in North America. Do you think that has something to do with large boxes outside of just the marketing appeal? Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty clear, like on average, I think games out of Japan are much smaller box sizes. So there's, there's clearly something to it that the market just has a preference or, you know, there's a larger uh, zeitgeisty kind of thing going on there. There's kind of two reasons that a box could be big. The first is because the stuff inside the box is actually big, like Foundations of Rome. I don't think they're right. wasting much space in there. And then it's more a conversation of like, does the game need to be this big? Yeah. Which maybe we covered a bit in our components um, episode. And then there's the second thing where like the game is not that big. It just happens to come in a larger box, which is what I think we're talking about. Yeah. And with like smaller games, it's weirdly like there's been so many times where I'll buy a game that's already in a pretty small box and then I'll open it and it's just like a little deck of cards. And I'm like, oh, man, it could have been even <laughs> half the size. Yeah. It, it has the advantage of being a compact game that you could just throw in a bag or even in your pocket. But then they put it in this big box to fill a shelf or to yeah. make you see it or something. And it just feels like the game has to last for the rest of ever being in a big box for that first impression moment that lasts a half a second or something you know like it just seems like almost a waste right at the same time you can also throw out the box or throw it in the garage or something and you know just put the cards in a, a you know get get a deck box or something but that that involves you know work and finding a, an appropriate box and it might not be exact you know it's it's, it's and more waste yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly then you're throwing away a box and it's yeah, yeah it's that doesn't get rid of that waste by any means i'm also thinking that there's this weird type of game which is kind of in between the wasted space and just enough equinox is uh one of those games for me where the new production ding. i think it's plan b thank you i was waiting <sighs> yeah for good that. ding i think it's plan b games did yeah. it where they're tarot sized cards with some discs or some gems depending on the version you get uh, this is a game where you're laying out six or seven different rows of cards and it, your playing area is all these cards laid out in this grid pattern um, but because the cards are a little bit larger you sort of inherently need a larger box and the box that it comes in has an insert and it's like well the inserts actually utilize really well the box probably could be smaller but it's like if you throw out the insert then you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because it would be a bit of a brute to organize and so you wind up with this weird hodgepodge of the box feels too big especially for how light the game is but it's also not something that you can easily just rebox hmm. yeah i own equinox it's a good game but i think the, the the problem with that is i think more the components thing it's like yeah the box is a little bit bigger than it kind of needs to be but i think the problem if any is that the components are way bigger mm -hmm. than they need to be like it's a card game but each card is like tarot sized so you need like a huge table to play it on which is kind of silly um but i do like that thing you said about it's a light game and it doesn't necessitate a big box like is that is that wrong should we not think that way why do we think that way that light game means smaller box 
Could you not put a heavy game into a small box? It feels like it'd be a challenge. Like it feels like, you know, having more rules, more things going on generally means you have more components, more stuff. I mean, there's, you know, certainly examples of people packing a lot of game into a little box. I know we brought up Jordan Draper's games like way back. The original version of Kanban. Yeah. That's like Ticket to Riot, I think, right? Yeah, it, it's a very small box. and But to your point, you're right. That's something that I think is really cool because it's such a small box, but it's such a, a meaty game. But you're right. I think there must be some sort of... Like you look at Eagle Griffin's yeah. output. All of those boxes are humongous. You could land a plane on some of those. And they're all fairly weighty, chonky games. I've noticed, I think... Uh, a sort of trend or uh, this weird pulling in two directions almost, maybe like a tug of war, of publishers wanting to give you enough room for if you sleeve the game, right? Like mm. if you put all your cards in sleeves, you still want to have enough room in the box. And so, but if you don't, then you kind of have like almost twice as much space as you need. Um, maybe not a huge deal, but I've, I've noticed that, that that seems to be like a factor or part of the equation for some publishers is they know that it's going to be a thing people are going to want to do. I often am like, if you're going to start sleeving and putting stuff in boxes, that's when you just throw out the insert. You know, you just make it a big empty box. Well, especially if you're an expansion buyer, because mm. as soon as an expansion drops, the conundrum then becomes, do I have two boxes for one game yes. or do I get rid of one box and put the expansion in base game box? Because who wants to take two boxes with them? Ugh. <laughs> Gross. When it comes to leaving room open for expansions, I would almost rather the expansion box be big enough to hold the base game mm-hmm. and the expansion then the base mm-hmm. game box come pre-largened or pre-enlarged mm-hmm. yeah. that's the word pre-enlarged because what if i don't want the expansion which is often the case i don't want the extra stuff i'm happy with the right. base game and same thing goes for sleeving which maybe this is a hot take but i don't know sleevers are willing to waste money on more stuff already so just buy a bigger <laughs> box that has room for your sleeves too so they, they could just sell the sleeves and the larger sleeve friendly box there you go. That's my suggestion. <laughs> Can a box be too small? Ooh. Yeah. This question about the perfect box size, I think for me it is when you can fit everything in it and there's practically no room, but there's just enough room that you can like not, you don't have to like focus on putting the stuff back and you can just toss yeah. it in there and it fits. So it could be too yeah. small if you have to like really like organize and play like a Tetris minigame just to put the stuff back. That's too small. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is just dumb but like the the button shy games the wallet games that come in yeah. like a little wallet they're actually like those are so convenient and portable that i've lost them and i've like left them in my shirt pocket <laughs> or like they've like gotten lost in a bag somewhere um so arguably there is a point where um or i feel like maybe there's some dice games you know like they just come in like a little drawstring bag that it's like yeah. pretty convenient but you could maybe even start to to lose it or something um but I almost don't know that it's too small. That's just like, it's a new thing that you got to be careful of when it gets to be pocket size, you know, like literally pocket size. Dice games to me seem like the most difficult one to do anything with because like to your point, okay, I draw a string bag, but as soon as you have like a playing board in it, like um, Rapido is a great mm. example of that where you need Dang. that central player board. Thank you. But it's basically just dice. And so yeah. the box winds up being too big, but if you were to do like a box that was the perfect size, it would just literally be an envelope. There's a, a newer game I see around right now, Chicken um, by mm. Keymaster Games. I know that there's a, 
it reminded me of zombie dice that came in like the tube. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sure there's other games and maybe mm-hmm. that even brings up the topic of just like unconventional boxes that are not square rectangle boxes that are tubes or avocado shaped. <laughs> I know there's the one, what is it? The guacamole something. I don't know. There's a game that's in an avocado I've seen banana grams, right? There's those yeah. things too. I think those games aren't marketed towards people who collect games. So maybe it's not such a big deal, but for somebody who does collect them, it's kind of annoying. Right, right. There, it's more of a novelty, right? Yeah. Like it's it's hard to stack and put along. You usually you have like a shelf that is just the pile of all those weird shaped boxes. I do think your example of chicken though is a great one because that kind of addresses the problem head on. That is not a game that needs a lot of storage space. It's a very nope. very like it's just dice and a mat, and they made the mat out of cloth, which was smart because you can kind of put cloth in anything, and the game is literally a can of pop. Like that's the size of the box yeah. in quotes yeah. is a pop can to Robert's point. Yeah, it's a pain to store, but it does make it a little bit more portable. You just throw it in your backpack. You can throw it where you'd normally throw a water bottle. Are boxes the best solution? Like is obviously if it's a big chunky Euro, you probably don't want to throw it into a draw bag because that would be a nightmare. <laughs> but is there a way that you could store these a little bit more efficiently? I mean, boxes seem pretty efficient. Yeah, you can you can stack them. I feel like the industry has sort of skewed towards like the Calyx esque. You know, yeah. there's a certain size that a lot of games kind of fall around in that zone that we've all mm-hmm. sort of agreed that if, if you have a shelf of about this height, you know, it, it'll fit all your games. And you won't have too much leftover space. In a weird way, having some sort of like almost universal agreed upon thing helps, but um, if it's skewed large, <laughs> then we're all wasting space. I don't know. What do you want them to come in, Evan? A ball? So you just like lose a <laughs> ball, they just like roll, and he's just like, ah, my game's in the kitchen now. <laughs> I don't know what else they would come in. It does sound yeah, fun, though. I don't know. Like, I was thinking like a tackle box. It's A, still a box. It's like still in the name. And B, I mm-hmm. think it would be incredibly annoying. Oh, you mean like cardboard box versus yeah. other kinds of boxes? Okay. Like, is there a more efficient way or would a standardized size be better? Because I think that's the other weird thing. Like to your point off the top, Steve, you're talking about how each publisher seems to have three or four different box sizes that they kind of fall back on. Would it not be better if there's just like four universal box sizes and you go from there? I mean, there is one, which is the Ticket to Ride size yeah. box. It's called that because of the, I don't know if I don't know if Ticket to Ride was the first to do that size. I doubt it because Days of Wonder surely had games before, but maybe... It was like Days of Wonder standard box size, and that's most game size. Well, and going back to your point about Japan, I feel like there is sort of a, a pretty mm-hmm. common size box that a lot of because like there's a lot of card games, a lot of trick taking games, a lot of you know that are just that two decks of stacks of cards mm-hmm. size box that a lot of yeah. them come in. Yeah, and I think especially because a lot of publishers use the same producers. And yeah. they probably have standard sizes. I mean, I can think of some companies that have their own sizes, like Eagle Griffin. I don't, I don't see other games that have that exact box size. IV Studios has like a weird box size that I haven't seen elsewhere. You call that the El Grande. <laughs> <laughs> so our impromptu section is going to be best box size and best game to box size ratio. Like which one packs the most game in the smallest box. And then best box size is just what our personal preference, like the game we think has just like the that's perfect. the size they should all yeah. be. Okay. Or maybe maybe more like it's it's so perfect for that game, like you can't imagine improving mm. the box. 
Uh, I think my favorite box size is uh, Leader Games and uh, Whirly Gig Games basically only has one, um, which is the one they use for Root. They use it for Pax Pamir. I think it's a really great size because yeah. you can fit the base game in it. You can fit expansions in it. You can just kind of throw the stuff in without worrying about where it lands, but it's not like there's all this excess space. Uh, and they're really, really slick on the shelf. Like I have uh, a Calyx set up and I can fit like a bunch of those side by side. So it looks really good. It feels really good. And best game to box size ratio. I think I want to go Great Zimbabwe. Like it's a very fun, like kind of chunky game. I wouldn't describe it as being super heavy, but it does not take up any shelf space. Uh, it still has enough like wiggle room that you can not need to finagle with it too, too much. But um, yeah, it does its job really, really well. Great picks. My favorite box size is Zuvatis, which just came in. I'm so jealous from... you have your copy. <laughs> ding. There he goes. Talking slowly to get a ding in there. Um, from Bitewing. And as soon as I had it all packed up, it was that it was that thing that I was talking about earlier where I just kind of threw everything in without thinking too much about it. And it just like lined up perfectly to the top of the box. No wasted space. Just closed mm. it. And it's like... Got beautiful, fairly thick, and tons of wooden components in addition to many poker chips. And so there's like a lot in there. When you open it up, it's just like components on top of components, and it's great um, to, to unpack. But yeah, box size perfect. And then game to box size ratio is the new Roxley edition of Brass mm. Lancashire. Because mm. that box is so thin for how much economic goodness is in there. And I mean, that's not just Roxley. It's also the fact that Martin Wallace created a very thinky game with practically very few components. Yeah, uh, There's not too many components in there, but they, they did a good job with the box size as well. Well, Evan kind of took mine. You both kind of took mine. <laughs> um, when you pose the question, like, favorite box size, I could probably think about this for a while and go back and forth, but I really am a fan of the the size box that Bitewing has landed on for their non-Zuvatis games. The card games? Yeah, they're card mm. games. It's a nice size. It's maybe bigger than it needs to be for a deck of cards, but there's usually a couple like components in them. Um, I have like the deluxe like wooden components, so they're a little thicker too. Um, and it's also like if you sleeve them, there's like just enough room for all of that. But if you don't, there's just plenty of room that you can just kind of throw them and you know not worry too much about it. There's kind of two wells, and then they have the little magnet flip top, so it actually kind of keeps things in the side. So like if you want to separate the the two types of cards you can put them in the sides and they'll actually stay there so maybe it's not the absolute most efficient use of space but i just feel like everything fits in there really nice it has the magnet top it's just it's satisfying it's still a nice small box that i can throw it in a bag um it just it just feels nice so yeah i i'll, I'll use my mind to shout out them and then as far as like best game to box ratio the first one i thought of was root especially because i have like all of the major expansions not the clockwork ones but all the factions and then i also have like 3d printed like upgrade oh, pieces cool. and i have managed to kind of do a little thing i saw on reddit where you kind of flip the lid and put all the player boards in there and then you put the box in that dump everything in and put like an expansion lid on top and it kind of creates this little double root box that fits like everything like i have everything that i need all in that little cube and so i feel really satisfied like that's just Packed to the gills with root goodness that could last you a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, so even though you already said root, I'll say it again. Um, <laughs> I did bring up Jordan Draper earlier. I have uh, his Tokyo Tsukiji Market. Um, he has another one that's also a little heavier that comes in a similar Metro. box. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're like 
the size of a brick, basically, like little different <laughs> dimensions. Yeah, this is the best way to describe them. Yeah, they're they're really compact, but they're they're really nice, crunchy games. Something we didn't talk about is big boxes. No. What about them? Also known as coffins, where your game goes to die. Yeah, I mean, I just don't disagree with that sentiment, but I, I'm just thinking with like what uh, Steve was saying about root. Do I want a big box for that? No, because I don't think that would ever happen without it being like too big. But is the big box the problem? Or if they were to be like, here's an Eagle Griffin sized box for Root, do your thing, would that fix it? Like, is the problem with the big box? Because I don't think any of us are really pro big box. Is the problem that they overshoot on the size of a big box? Or is it just always going to be too much box? I think it's when you can't put it in even like a bag, like a backpack or a small game bag, like a tote bag, and then it becomes a thing that has to stay at home. And so now you've just cut down on how often I'm going to play it dramatically. And even if it does live at home because it's so big, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I feel like just looking at it is kind of exhausting and being like, I got to take it out, <laughs> sort the stuff I want to play with and not yeah. play with. Uh, let's just play something I don't have any expansions for. And I, I don't know if the problem is the box so much as it is i guess expansion culture which is a term that i hate but i just made it up um <laughs> which is that like people just like want more for games that they like but i yeah. think people want too much i think you could have two root expansions and that would be more than enough you know i would even say zero root expansions is perfect but people yeah. just always want more and they're just gonna buy more and i i think problem is in the expansions the boxes are there to like fit yeah. everything which is a, a noble you know cause like yeah why not have one box for everything but I think it just makes the game look way more daunting than it is, more annoying to transport, and feels exhausting to like set up and tear down because they often have like a bunch of wells for every specific type of cart. Just thinking about it, I, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I say like I don't necessarily want them to release a big box for it because, and I think that might be why I don't like big boxes is because they are kind of forcing you into a specific way to organize it. And with a game like Root, I'm also not generally super big on expansions, but what I like about that is they're always just very linear in the way those expansions happen in that it's not really adding a lot of weight or a lot of extra bits to the game. It's just a different way of doing what you're already doing. So it's just kind of a variety expansion almost instead of something like, you know, a Concordia where it's completely changing the way the game is and you kind of have to partition those bits off into their own section of the box. But I feel like the instinct for most designers would be to say, okay, well, you know, this is, you know, where you're going to put all the factions from this expansion and all the factions from this expansion, all the factions from this expansion. And all of a sudden your root box is ballooned into being TI. I agree with Robert that I think most games like just dig into the game, just learn it well and, you know, play it a bunch. Like you really don't need new content three months after you just got the mm -hmm. game. Like definitely dig into it. I can see a world where sometimes, you know, like once it gets out in the wild, the publisher, the designer, they get a lot of a lot more feedback. They 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 start seeing how people are using it. You know, they hear a demand. I can see an expansion coming along that says, hey, here's a couple new things, you know, whatever, a couple years out. But like, yeah, there's also just the general marketing of like, ooh, people bought that. If we give them more, they'll buy more. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't think it's the publisher's fault at all. No, They're doing what's, no. what they should be doing to make money. Yeah, it's yeah. the people's fault for wanting it. <laughs> Stop paying for expansions. That's my soapbox for today. There you go. There you go. I think that's it. We said everything yeah. we wanted to say and maybe even a bit more, maybe a bit too much. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> that is all there is for this episode. Short and sweet about box sizes. If you have anything to say to us, kind or not, 
cardboardphilosophypod at gmail.com is the place to be. And we will see you all in two weeks with a new episode. Play some games. Later.